for as long as we have you can kind of jump into this stuff um well there's no prep i mean it's not like there's planning beforehand so don't you didn't get the outline that i sent about our topics (laughs) i've got an outline since like the second (laughs) month of like the first year yeah um that was a good thing for a little bit you know it definitely helped but you know (laughs) i like it better this way uh thank you for watching slash listening to jaguars united live show if it looks like you sped up the scroll bar because it's like 10 times faster than it was to begin with. Um, yeah, it does seem to be faster, but we had a bunch of people say that we should it was too slow. speed it up. So I did a little impromptu show last night um, by myself just because I was feeling spicy. Why not? And um, I named the show The Jets Blow It. <laughs> oh, God. Because the Jets absolutely blew our chance at Trevor Lawrence yesterday. Um, I don't know if you saw, but... Last play of the game, the Jets team's coordinator sends an all-out blitz and loses the game. And that guy's enjoying his job today, right? He is enjoying himself, probably playing golf somewhere. Exactly, because yeah. it's bad if you get fired immediately the next morning. Like, yeah. Immediately. But just like Kev Click is saying in the chat, he said Jets used Greg as a scapegoat. That's 100% correct. Do so you think that was intentional? Yes. Okay. Honestly, if, I think if the, if the Jets wouldn't have fired... Greg Williams, I think they would have penalized them in some way. Why didn't they just let the Raiders walk in on that touchdown on the possession before that then? Because I think the players were trying to win. Ah. I think the players were trying to win. It was the... It finally came down to, we're going to give you the worst play call we can, which is funny because I heard today that 252 times that exact situation has arose, and in the history of the NFL, nobody's ever run a blitz. I, I can't believe. But that should tell you something. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pathetic at this point. Um, Gavin Baker says, how about them Steelers? Steelers blew their game earlier today. Really? Yeah, they lost. Uh, can't be losing. Oh, but, I mean, they're, what, 10-1? and one? Yeah. 9-1? I'm mean, not come too on. worried about it. Zach Becker said, I had so much joy the Jets were going to win, and they had to ruin it. The way they lost literally left me speechless. But did you? Because, I mean, the whole time I'm seeing that happen, and I'm thinking, like, the Jags are going to pull this out because... That's what the Jags should, would do at this point. And it was very damn close. I mean, I couldn't enjoy the Jets almost losing because I knew the Jags were going to win. And it didn't work out either way. But I was at a sports bar. Um, so I was able to watch multiple games at one time. Sure. And I got to see the Jets absolutely blow it. And I was rooting more for the Jets than I was the Jaguars. Obviously, I wanted us to lose. Which we did. I mean, it was, it was good. And we'll get to that in a second. But man, the Jets like ripped my heart out. Like, there was our shot at Trevor Lawrence. Like, it was right there. All the Jets had to do was not give up a Hail Mary, and the Jets obviously tanked and threw the game. Like, I legit think the NFL should step in and penalize them. Like, I'm obviously not going to take away the first-round pick, but they should yeah. take away, like, a second-round pick. That could, was so blatant. How could you penalize them? It was blatant. It was just blatantly obvious. Is there a rule that says you can't suck? No, there is no rule, but then where does it end? Like, at what point does the NFL step in? Yeah, but that happens so infrequently. I mean, I think the, the Colts, like, when they got luck, should have been penalized. I mean, that's the only other time I can think of it in the past 15 years that that's actually happened. So where do we draw the line? Like, let's say the Jets, at the snap, let's say they all just stood still. Would they be penalized then? Yeah. Like, where do you draw the line? Okay, so what if they're I mean, like, what if they jog half speed? Like, who's, 
Where's the line? Because it, yeah, that's your point. It's, it's so your point. blatant that they tanked that game. I mean, so you penalize the Jets for being smart when the Jags are freaking stupid. You penalize the Jets for intentionally losing. That's all I can say. You want to start Jake Luton and intentionally lose? I'm cool with that. Well, the Jets should have intentionally lost a little bit better is the problem. I mean, you can figure out plays earlier in the game to do that. <laughs> that's true. I mean, come on. Yeah. It was dumb. And that's why yeah. I got fired. I think, I mean, like, I don't know. They suck. And it doesn't matter. We'll talk about the Jags later, like you mentioned. But, I mean, the Jags are going to win a game in the next three or four games. How many left? Three? Maybe. I mean, they are covering the spread every single week. Every single game. It's like three the, points. Besides for the, the most Steelers part, game. They're, different ball game. They've covered the spread every game besides the Steelers. Um, and there's one game that sticks out like a sore thumb that we're going to win. Which one's that? Bears. <laughs> Do you think... Uh, do you the think Bears, Bowles isn't going to come in and tear us up? The Bears are horrible. They've been horrible. They're the worst 5-0 and team in football history. And yeah, we're going to win that game. I almost guaranteed at this point. We're horrible too. And we I think are. we could win that game too, but hopefully we don't. Hey, Glennon looked a little too good this past weekend. That's what I'm saying. Like, Glennon actually does give us the best chance to win. He does, <laughs> which is sad to say. Yeah. Like when he throws the ball, like he he kind of has some zip behind it. Plus, here. you got to figure he's got to be a little bitter against the Bears, other than the like That's fifty true. million dollars he got. But there's so much background drama heading into this game. It's, it's all insane. over the place. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Boy says, "Finally, now I'm not bored at work." Joey, how do you feel about the firing of Dave Caldwell? I mean, it was a long time coming. I mean, it, the whole problem I have with that is like it's another. It's the Jags be jagging. That's that's one of the sayings. And, you know, we decide to finally fire our main guy, our GM, when four other teams need a GM this year. <laughs> We're going up against Washington. What? Uh, Houston. Houston. I mean, Atlanta. Atlanta. I mean, yeah. the, the list goes on the and on. And, yeah, we've got cap space. We've got, obviously, a lot of draft picks. But we're still Jacksonville, man. And so we're going to go up against everybody else in this race for a GM when we should have fired them two, three, four years ago. I mean, it, you know, whatever. They got rid of them. I'm glad. I guess bottom line. We were seconds away from Trevor Lawrence. God, it pisses me off. Like, it wouldn't matter who the GM is. <clears throat> I could be GM. If we yeah. bring Trevor Lawrence in here, we'd be fine. Yeah. Like, we were that close. And I, and I like Justin Fields, but man, most people agree that the gap between Fields and Lawrence is pretty significant. Dang, dude, we were so close, dude. Screw the Jets, man. Yeah, I mean, F you. Uh, as far as Dave Caldwell goes, yeah, I mean, obviously, we think we all agree it was way too late. Should have happened years ago. We could have, probably could have avoided terrible picks like Taven Bryan and Kalevon Chason. Kalevon played better last week, um, to be fair. I think he had like five pressures or maybe seven pressures. Uh, I, don't I don't think know. that's one of his worst picks of all time. Yeah, no, I mean, it's true. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, they get worse if you, as you look into it, but... Um, Zach Becker says, I knew the Jags would score the touchdown, but I figured they wouldn't get the two-point conversion like usual, but once they got it, I started sweating. <laughs> Heck yeah! My point exactly. I'm listening to that, and I'm like, two-point conversion? Oh, great play. We actually converted this one for the first time ever on goal line. I mean, it was like, this. it was destined to happen, but it doesn't matter. We're, we're not getting Trevor Lawrence. At this point, we are not getting Trevor Lawrence. There's no way possible we are getting Trevor Lawrence. We need to get past that. We need to move on from that. And if we're going to talk quarterbacks at some point, I mean, we should. Joey, hey, Trevor Lawrence. Joey, we all need our own time to mourn, okay? You can't accelerate my mourning process, okay? If I, I need time, I've I need time. I've been expecting this all year, though. Okay? I've been mourning for, since game two. Well, I'm emotional. All right. I can see that. 
Zach Becker says, do we have enough space between two and three in the draft order to win one and still pick it two? Yeah, we do. We can win one more game, I believe, yeah. because um, you look at the next teams, and they're actually like not that bad. I think the Cowboys are like the next team. Because the Redskins, I'm sorry, the football team <laughs> won today against the Steelers. Saw that. So, I mean, these bad teams are winning games. The Giants are rattled off win after win. The Eagles yeah. look pretty bad. The Cowboys look pretty bad. Um, the Chargers are looking pretty bad, but we can still win another game and we can still get that second pick. Yeah, it's so. pretty much guaranteed we're picking two. Yeah. For Which sure. is good to know. I mean, at this point, maybe they can actually watch some tape from somebody outside the Southeast and make some decisions. It's going to be Justin Fields. There's no. Well, since you said that, I was an anti Justin Fields guy up until this weekend. You want me to tell you why? What changed? Yes. Okay. I will tell you why. So, uh, I mean, I've watched him play as much as I can because I've only played like, what, three games in two years, it seems like. <laughs> but dude made a 70 yard run downfield. Ah, that play. Not, I mean, looked like, like the fastest play. guy on the field, that but play. he made that play to block for his running back just because. They were up 28 nothing. Yeah, I do like that play. You're I, mean, right. I don't care how he throws That's the ball. Me. I don't care how he runs the ball. I don't care what his like, wonder look is. That shows that dude is a football player. Yeah, I agree. So I like that. That play impressed me too. Look, I like Justin Fields. I think he's going to be good. I just love Trevor Lawrence. I, I do, but okay. What what did I say right before that? I know. Sorry, I, I'm trying. Joey. We've got to move I'm on. Trying. We are not I'm getting trying. Trevor Lawrence. It's like when a girl dumps you, and like it takes you some time to kind of get over it. And I've tried. I'm, I've said, hey, we'll throw all the draft picks we have at the house, but the Jets are obviously, like you said, they're cheating at this point almost to get Trevor Lawrence. So they ain't taking draft picks. They want Trevor Lawrence. I don't blame them. Uh, who does? I mean, Gase, crazy eyes. He's like one eyes over here on Trevor. That's all that matters. <laughs> Gavin Baker says, do you? think the Jets front office would be dumb enough to draft any quarterback over Lawrence. I mean, that's a pretty crappy franchise for the past 30 plus years. So I, don't, I mean, I don't think so, but maybe I think this is a good transition to potentially who the top GM candidates are. And pro I, football network has a list. I'm glad somebody does. Yeah, seriously of the top NFL GMs available. And, you have to think that the Jets are going to land one of these top guys um, as far as... Um, Is that because they have the number one pick and they're a big market? Yeah, I think so too. And some people have said they're not going to fire their GM and they're going to keep their GM and just fire their coach. And that could happen, but I've seen GMs fired after a year. It happens, it happens in real life. And you got to also think about like the Falcons. They're also going to get a top-tier GM. And, oh, that's the other one I couldn't think of. That's yeah. going to be the hard one to do. The with. Lions. Um, I think... Their GM was in their fifth year, and Patricia was in his second or third year, and the Texans are going to need a GM. They don't have a first-round pick, but I still think that job's attractive because they have Deshaun Watson, and they have some talent around them. Um, If they can re-sign Kenny Stills, that receiver room looks pretty good, in my opinion. Hey, Wolford gets off the roids, man. That guy's been a beast. Yeah, I mean, he might not be quite the beast afterwards, but... A wild card, and a lot of people have, like, really fight me on this, and I, I get it, but, like, is it outlandish to think that Jerry Jones next year is like, okay, I'm going to hire a GM. Like, he's getting kind of old. Like, he's, No, he's like 100. Yeah, I mean, like, is it weird? I mean, because they need a new coach. Is it? Yeah, but if he hires somebody, it's going to be like his cousin that, like, <laughs> he can control like to every extent, but just doesn't have to be at work every day. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't think Jerry Jones is getting like, he's just too egotistical for that. Yeah, maybe. There, there's other opportunities out there is the bottom line. And so, Pro Football Network's list of GMs um, 
goes in no particular order, but these are the guys. Okay. Mike Borgonzi, Kansas City Chiefs Director of Football Operations. Lots of people are talking about him. I mean, everyone that the Chiefs seem to have as their top guy's assistant seems to get a job somewhere else. Um, well, how can they not? Thing. They've brought like all the right people in for the last five years, like all across the board. Yeah. Um, he was a scout for 11 years. Um, he worked with one of the best general managers in the NFL and Brett Beach, as well along as Chris Ballard during his time as Kansas City. And um, he's one of the best talent evaluators and uh, Obviously. really involved with the draft process. So that's a guy that you want. I like it. Um, he also may have the ability to bring in Kansas City's offensive coordinator, Bienemy, um, who's a guy that a lot of people want. So if that's a package deal, uh, that could really work out for some team. Again, I think that's the best job available. The Jets, to me, seem like the best job available. I mean, you're in New York. You get Trevor Lawrence. I mean, that seems like I mean, they don't really have a bad – they have a good defense. I like some of the pieces they have out there. They do have a crappy fan base, though. Yeah, but you could say that about a lot of teams. People say about the Jaguars. So, The next player on this list is Nick Casario, New England Patriots Director of Player Personnel. Boo. You don't want anyone from New England? Nope. You've been burnt too many times? No, I just, I, I, everybody that leaves there sucks elsewhere. So, If the name sounds familiar, um, it may be because this was actually the guy that the Texans committed tampering in an effort to get yeah. back uh, before backing off. So He's worked with the Patriots for 20 years. And uh, he's been credited with building the Patriots roster into consistent Super Bowl contenders. Well, they suck this year, so... They've been playing good recently, nah. to be fair, with the talent they have. Yeah, Exactly, with the talent they have. That's... The next guy on this list is Glenn Cook. He's the Cleveland Browns Vice President of Player Personnel. <laughs> really? He's, he's third on the list? He's a third Cleveland guy? Third on the list. Um, yeah, I mean, the Browns have done well recently. I mean, the Browns are looking really good this year. They've built a really good team. I mean, they were nothing. Um, they're completely loaded, and they're probably going to be 500 this year. No, they're, they're not going to be 500. Yeah. They're, I mean, I think they're already like 8-3. and three. I, mean, they're nine, I mean, they're having a really good year this year. There's no way the Browns are 8-3. and three. Dude, I'm telling you. Let's, let's look it up here. Um, someone could probably tell us in the chat quicker, but they're second in the AFC North behind the Steelers. With a record of, sorry, Google is uh, a little slow here. Nine and three. Wow. Nine and three. Three hundred and six points for, three hundred and twenty-one points against, which is not good. So they've got to be winning the turnover <laughs> ratio. That's uh, not good. They have won four games in a row, but we'll see. There um, you go. I, I paid attention five games ago. Yeah. There you go. Let's try to get some of these comments here. We'll try to catch up on it. Um, Shane Watson. Zach, yeah, we can win one game, but that ruins first pick for sure. Yep. Robert Adsert said, Fields' last game looked better than Trevor's. Plus, Clemson's O-line is better than Ohio, so Fields is awesome. He goes on to say the Jags will trade Minshew two firsts and a second for the first pick and probably screw up and pick Trey Lance. <laughs> There's no way they'd do that for Trey, but if they could do it for Trevor, man, why not? I don't think any team would trade Trevor Lawrence. I don't think there's any amount so of trade know. value. We've talked about this a million times. Um, yeah. It's not going to happen, for sure. The next guy on the list, which I, I get a little weird when we start getting into the players like or guys like this, uh, Ian Cunningham, Philadelphia Eagles Assistant Director of Player Personnel. They suck this year. So he did spend his first nine years in the NFL as a scout for the Ravens. Um, before well, joining the Eagles in 2013. And, and here's the kicker. He's, he's only 35. Oof. Okay. He's um, nine years in the league? 
So it means he's been working for a while. He's been working for a while. He's worked wow. along guys like um, Ozzie Newsome, Howie Roseman. I'll take anybody from the Ravens, um, man. They got, they're locked in. And um, this article has this worth noting, that Cunningham is one of the few minority GM candidates in the league. But 35-year-old GM? And he's the assistant director of player personnel. He's not even uh, like... Come on. And he's number four on this list? He is. He is. See, exactly. Way to go, Jags. The year that we need a GM, jump into the pool and everybody else does too. Luke Dawson, Buffalo Bills assistant director of college scouting. He most recently... Assistant be- director? Assistant director of college scouting. He, he became a candidate for the Panthers opening in 2018, and he was previously the VP of player personnel in Tennessee, where he lurked, worked alongside Titans general manager Rooston Webster, managing day-to-day operations. Somebody said about both of those programs, Tennessee's perennial and Buffalo turned it around. Ed Dodds, Indianapolis Colts assistant GM. That's a guy I'd be fine with. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, um, I like what the Colts do. I like yep. Chris Ballard. If the dude's been around Chris Ballard and the Colts, like they seem they're to be good all the time. They're never down for long. No, they're not. No. They really aren't. Um, he was a part he was in Seattle. He was a part of the team that helped acquire Russell Wilson and draft and got the Legion of Boom. Um, many people credit him directly for the Seahawks drafting these players. Really? I like the sound of that. He's number yeah. five on the list. Yeah. This yeah. list sucks. This seems like the guy I'd want. That should be, be like number two. Yeah. Because I like the first guy, but yeah, I don't know. He's been influential in drafting several talented players for the Colts, including Quentin Nelson and Darius Leonard. He turned down an interview with the Browns last season. Mm. I like him. This is my guy. I'm, I'm jumping on board. This is my guy. Any guy that looks at the Browns job and was like, hell no. Yeah, it's That's cursed. who I want. <laughs> That's who I want. Which leads us to the last candidate, John Dorsey, nah. former Cleveland Browns general manager. We kind of know him. So already. why do you have two guys from the Browns and the Browns have sucked for 30 years? Okay, they're good, decent this year. I mean, seriously, how does that happen? These guys have made all the decisions for that team or helped make those decisions, and they've sucked, but they're in the top five. Yeah. That's just, I mean, I, I don't know these guys. I don't know how that role works. Yeah. But common sense says that's a horrible decision. No, I would only went from the Browns, ever. Yeah, I mean, if ever. you've ever been to Cleveland, I got family in Akron, which is like not Oof. that far from Cleveland. Really close, actually. Horrible, horrible city. Not talking about the people. The people are probably great. The city, the weather, yeah, the uh, like, the, like the it's horrible. It's it's gray. It's raining. It's cold. Literally year round. Anyone who's like, oh yeah, let's go there. There's something wrong with you. Yeah. There's something wrong with you. They do have the rock, mean, rock and roll hall of fame though, right? And they have the pro football. Oh, it's Canton. I guess it's kind of close, but yeah. yeah. Kev B says, oof, you guys wrecked the tank. Ha ha. Referring to us not wearing tank tops. Somebody had to call us out at some Kev, point. bro, it's cold, man. Like, it's, I got... It, it's cold yeah, and wet. Like, I mean, like, I honestly thought about putting it on, but I was like, I'm gonna put it on underneath my hoodie. I'm like, no. <laughs> I asked Joey, like, how the temperature felt in my house because I haven't used the heat since the last winter. It's actually, it's been chilly for a couple of days. <laughs> that, I, don't, that, I don't know what to that do. That builds on you. Yeah, um... I, I'm kind of hot, to be honest with you, so I think I need to turn the air down, but it just goes to show, maybe I take the beanie off of me, I don't know, maybe just... It's, it's keeping it all in. It's keeping That's it all in, like, yeah. I mean, I had, 37% you know, of your body heat releases from your head. There's like two weeks of beanie weather here in you gotta Florida, rock it I gotta can. do it. I got a Jags yeah. beanie, I mean, there's not a lot of time to wear it. Okay. River Ross says, I really hope we win in at least six games next year. Yeah, I do too. That'd be a good, good goal. Six yeah. would be where I'd want to be, for sure. I mean, you're starting a rookie quarterback, and you're going to be starting... Other rookies, There's some obviously. good pieces on this team, though, man. There are. 
Dude, LaVisca Chanel is the real deal. The dude, uh, 30... If he, stay, if he can stay healthy? Yeah, but, I mean, he looked... He stayed relatively healthy this year. He didn't have like a career Dude, in the game. I agree. I think he's, I think I'm talking from a Jags fan standpoint. Yeah. We've got a real deal. He's going to go down with a fucking ACL and yeah. sorry for the language kids. <laughs> sorry. I'm getting a little passionate here. He's going to go down with an ACL in like preseason if they have it next year. I mean, it's just the way it works. I agree. He's the real deal though. Combine him with James Robinson, like Colin Johnson looked really good last he week. He finally did. He got, he got a look. We have good young sec people in the secondary. So, I mean, Think about when Sidney Jones and CJ Henderson are both healthy. Jones, I like a lot. There's a lot of good safeties available in free agency. So you can upgrade your defensive backfield pretty easily if you spend just a little bit of money. You don't even got to spend a lot of money. Just a little bit of money, you can get some good guys. I and mean, we can probably fix everything in the draft except for left tackle and our pass rush, and that's going to be the problem. Uh, Robert Adzert says, let's get Fields and Ohio's coaching staff to go with quarterback, his favorite receiver. Oh, Urban Meyer's coming to the Jags? <laughs> Ryan Day. I don't have Ryan Day at Urban Meyer. Nah, that's not true, but it's more realistic. Ryan Day's winning because of Urban Meyer. That's true. Gavin Baker, do you think LaVisca is going to be able to stay healthy with his play style? Uh, Jason, seen- Jason says yes. That's a stupid question, Ryan. I just asked it, and I got shot down. <laughs> he seems to intentionally take really hard hits, but then proceeds to leave the game after the first half with an injury. All right, Gavin, I was trying to ignore that. Joey's on your side here. You're right. <laughs> Okay, we'll see. I hope he does. He doesn't have a history of it, but uh, he runs really aggressively, which I enjoy watching. I mean, I'd much rather have him than Jefferson. Just saying. Actually, it's the opposite of that. That was sarc- <laughs> sarcasm if you're not picking it up through the microphone. But, you know, let's carry on. We could have drafted Justin Jefferson yes, over Clavon Chazon. We could have. I saw one tweet today that said we drafted the wrong LSU guy. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> they got the next Randy Moss in Minnesota. And, you know, whatever. Brett E said Dorsey drafted Mahomes and Mayfield. That's why it's a top five candidate. Yeah. Drafting Mahomes will immediately make you yeah. valuable. Agreed. Robert Adzerts, he will last as long as a running back. Okay. That's actually a pretty good take. I like that. Predator. Oh my God. I finally caught you guys live again. Predator. Glad you're you. excited. Yeah. Predator, you're the man for sure. So, no question. Just, just a comment. Just pumped. That's what, yeah. All right, Predator. We both are. Christian Charles, Bills tearing the Niners apart. Their OC is nice. Yeah, the Bills OC is probably not going to be an OC very long. The Niners defensive coordinator probably won't be a DC very long. So both those guys I expect <laughs> to have head coaching jobs next year. But True. Shane Watson says, I'm in Michigan with a t-shirt on right now. It can't be that cold down there. It's all about the humidity. That's what you guys don't understand about the cold here. Like, I go to Tennessee. We're in the mountains where my wife's family's from. It can be 40 degrees there, and I'm in shorts and, like, like a hoodie until I get too hot and I take it off. It can be 40 degrees here, and it's freezing, dude. The humidity messes that up, too. Not so about the weather, but different. It's kind of cold here. I mean, we're in the 50s, Shane, and I know you're in Michigan. You're tough. You're built for tough. I know. <laughs> but 50 degrees is cold for me. 50 here is like 25 in Michigan. Yeah, and it's, like, windy. It's crap down here. Yeah, it's like 30 mile hours. Blowing. All right, I got to do, for the podcast, when we post the podcast, we have to put in breaks um, for ads. So if you're listening to the podcast after the fact on the Big Cat Country feed, we appreciate you listening. We're going to take a short break here. We're going to come back. If you're watching the live stream on YouTube, we're not taking the break. We're just going to keep powering right through. So if you're listening to the podcast and maybe you're driving to work, maybe you're doing something like that, and you're thinking, man... I'd love to listen to this without a break. You can watch the live show on YouTube. I'm confused as hell, so 
Jason, just tell me what to do. We're taking a audio break, but not a video break. And we're back. So, I know that was enthralling. If you're listening to the podcast, make sure that to... That wasn't even enough break for you to do anything, was it? Oh, uh, that's why I took a screenshot of the, the, ah, of the time. So ah, I could okay. go back and put the break in. So, if you're listening to the podcast, you just heard some ads, uh, courtesy of Big Cat Country. Shout out to them. They host us for free. Uh, if you're not familiar with what hosting is for a podcast, um, it costs you typically around 15 bucks a month to sure. host your podcast. So, the fact that Big Cat Country does that for us, shout out to you guys. Um... 15 bucks a month. I don't want to pay that. Um, no, not at all. Shout out to Big Cat. Support the ads. Thank you so much. There's, some good, there's some good articles on there, too. I'll give them that. Another podcast suck, but they have some good articles. I can't confirm nor deny. I've never read them, but I, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, make sure that you follow us on Twitter. We're at Jaguars underscore United. Make sure that you uh, follow our Instagram that I haven't posted on in months, but in the off season I get kind of spicy. He does. So when my we'll finally have a quarterback breakdown like three months after the draft. Yes. it'll be awesome. When my real job chills out, I can do this way more. So it's gonna be chilling out here soon. Thank you guys that are watching in the YouTube channel. Um, Shane Watson says I'll take your word on it. Um, I hope so. Sh- Gavin Baker says hell of a break. What we do, dude? We just take. We take breaks well, around here. We're going to take a real break here in a little bit, I think. Yeah, in a couple yeah, minutes, we're going to take a real break um, just because we've got some personal things we got to take care of. <laughs> refills, bathrooms, things like that. But kind of getting into what you expect for the rest of the year. Like, yeah, like, we are probably going to lose out. Mike Glennon does give us our best chance at winning. Like, would you rather see a guy like Gardner Minshew playing than Mike Glennon? No. Why not? I mean, I love Gardner, but we know what he is. He might not even be on the team next year. Who knows? He might be trade bait for somebody who wants that type of guy as their backup quarterback based on the scheme they run. And honestly, dude, I think it was a punk move for him to not tell people he was really hurt until he was like, I can't even hold the ball anymore. I don't, I don't like that. I mean, you're the leader of the team. You got to man up at that point and say, dude, I can't do it. See, I don't agree with you there. Shocker. I couldn't be further from that opinion. Because look, I mean, this is Gardner going into his maybe only opportunity to earn himself a starting Dude, Gardner's going to get paid regardless, man. He's going to be Tanny or not Tanny. He'll fits magic. Like we've talked about. He ain't going to be a starter. The ever. only reason that he even got into the game last year was because Nick Foles had the injury. If it wasn't for that, he never would have gotten his shot. That's how it works. When you're a sixth round drafted quarterback, when you're a guy like Minshew, that's fought to overcome odds you cannot pass up opportunities. But he's had enough tape to guarantee himself a good job forever. But this was his chance. Like This was his chance to show he can lead a team. I do not blame him for playing through an injury. Not whatsoever. I think he hurt his chance by doing that. It, it, it tainted what people think of Gardner Minshew. Before that happened, everybody was way higher in Gardner Minshew than they are now. Now, have you, I've heard nobody asking for Gardner Minshew to come back in. This is the first time I've heard that. But if we were like, let's say somehow we had seven wins and to get in the playoffs, we needed eight. Okay, put Gardner back Would you in. Put Gardner back in. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And that's. I mean, that's my point. I guess, like, uh, okay. You know, I see so that. it's he's but, he's a good quarterback, and I don't blame him whatsoever for trying to make the most of his maybe only opportunity in the NFL. Yeah, he might get a chance to be a backup somewhere next year. Maybe a team trades for him to be a backup. He'll probably be the backup here, honestly. Yeah. I mean, and we know that. Luton's not going to be. Glennon? Really? 
Christian Charles says start Luton. Um, Gavin Baker says I think we should start Gardner. Um, Predator says they kept cutting to him on the sideline. He looks like he's just waiting to play again. LOL. Yeah, he wants to play. He's a baller. Yeah. We don't want to win, guys. Come on. <laughs> are we on the same page here? If we were trying to tank, what, yeah. Luton. I agree. Luton, Robert I agree. Luton, Luton is the key. Luton's he's the, the answer. Guy. If you're trying to lose, like that was pathetic. The, his game against, I mean, I know Pittsburgh's good, but <laughs> pathetic. No. If you want to lose, you put Luton in. Luton is the answer this year. Moon Illusion says, just got back from closing for my closing shift. What's up, boys? Closing what? His closing work. He well, closes. I get that, but where's he work? I want to know. I like Moon. Uh, ten fifty. No. I'm gonna say he works at a bar, restaurant, not uh, bar, would, not bar, th- not like, bar. Like a, I would uh, say maybe like a maybe Tijuana a, Flats. <laughs> yeah, maybe right. like a, he manages maybe like a or a uh, grocery store. Potentially, yeah, that's true. Okay. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Corey Trent says, with no tank tops tonight, we definitely aren't winning anyways. Hey, they've gotten way too close the past few weeks. That was part of my decision. I was like, I think the tank's like doing like the anti like jinx thing on them. Like they're getting too close. Maybe maybe this will work. Corey Corey's my brother, and we we have a text thread going every game. Like, oh shit, we're gonna win. Yeah, exactly. Every, every week, it's like yeah, we it's were like that. We went up nine nothing, and I'm like. <laughs> Screw the tank tops. It could have very easily been like 16-0 too. Yeah. Like we, geez, like, come on. Moon Illusion says restaurant part-time. Joey nails it, bro. Joey's, Bam. Joey, Joey's got it, uh, something. I've for been there. The I've worked it. Band. I've done it. Yeah, I like it. Robert Adgert said Luton's best option to lose. Um, Shane Watson says, I think Minshew is our best shot to win, but I want L's. Yeah. Moon we're, Illusions. We're, we don't have a shot at the playoffs, and we're not no. seven and something. No. Moon Illusion says uh, Minshew was begging Marone to let him play. He's like that kid on the sidelines. I mean, I coach football that like, yeah. sucks, and he's like, can I get in, coach? Can I get in, coach? And you're like, dude, shut up. If you ask me that one more time, you're never getting in. <laughs> never played. I can imagine that's how it goes. Yeah. Christian Charles says, is it time for us to accept Justin Fields to Jacksonville? I think so. And honestly, again, I'm not that upset about it. I mean, this whole like Zach BYU thing, anybody listening right now, watching right now, did y'all watch that game? Against Coastal Carolina. There's not a single person. I watched like three quarters of it. <laughs> solely because I just happened to be done with what I was doing. And I knew it was going to be on. It was my only chance to watch this dude. And it was like a rushed scenario. But you're playing Coastal Carolina. And you're supposed to be like the next big thing. And talk about like there a lot of pre-drafts to put him in second position. Dude, that guy sucked in that game. He looked horrible. Bottom line, he looked horrible. Yeah. So, I mean, take that for what it's worth. I do not want him. He might end up being a Pro Bowl quarterback in the NFL. Something's impossible to tell who's going to do what, but I would go Justin Fields 10 out of 10 times over him. Predator agrees with you. He says, I'm on the Fields train 100%. I agree. I like Justin Fields. I think he's a good quarterback. Kev B says, Glennon is a bit more steady and consistent than Gardner, but Glennon's steadily mediocre. We got number two or number one locked, though. That's true. Yeah. Glennon was making some, like, <laughs> did he, did he make some good throws? Yeah, and the ball comes out of his hand, like, it, like, zips out of his hand. Like, even yeah. the throws that he was throwing into the ground, like, to nobody, like, were tight spirals into the ground. And you're like, oh, man, like, we don't have a guy on the roster that throws like that. No. Like, yeah, I mean. I can see why the Bears <laughs> paid him a bunch of money, yeah. like, on, on, like, a short stint of him playing well. Yeah, for sure. Moon Illusion says, uh, there's been some animosity between the Jets and Jags fans recently. Tensions yeah. are rising. We're both getting elite quarterbacks, so let's just be happy. I don't know if I'd mess with the Jet fans, man. Jets fans, like, 
Jags fans are like, like you know, we've had a pretty miserable run, but we live in Jacksonville. Yeah, it's like country we live club, in Florida, where you had to go to like the old country club instead of the new country club. Like Jets fans, man, that's like putting people in the river with like cinder blocks on their feet. Yeah, accepting to be a team that's bad is one thing if you live in Florida, but to yeah. live in like New York, and- I mean, it's like Buffalo B. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. So, there's been a question. I'm gonna get Gavin. Like, this is a good question from Gavin Baker. He says, "What position do you think we should draft with our second first round pick?" That's really tough because it's gonna be like, who's gonna be there? And in the second, based on the Rams, Rams. So we really don't know what number that's gonna be. The so Rams, they look decent. Yeah, they're playing um, like halfway good. So it's probably gonna be what, like fifteen to twenty? Is that kind of the estimate? This no, point? it's gonna be like twenty five to thirty. Oh, that that far. Yeah. 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 Um, it's not looking good for Jags fans who were rooting against the Rams all year. Um, let's see. Based off of a day ago, we were looking at a mock draft here, and let's see where the Rams are currently picking. According to this this list and my internet, which is just crazy, I pay a hundred bucks a month for just internet, and I still can't get it to go as fast as you'd want it to. Um, the Rams would be picking, or the Jags are picking twenty sixth, and they have us taking offensive tackle Samuel Cosme, six seven offensive lineman from Texas, he moves really well for his size, handles speed rusher smoothly with good length. I mean, I think you have to upgrade the offensive line. If you're going to invest into a quarterback, I mean, I kind of like that. I'm glad they even provided a guy. Who, I don't know who would be there then. That I mean, sounds like a guy who would be there. Yeah. It would be great to add a receiver to this offense, but with LaVisca and Chark, get a free agent maybe to come in here. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to pretend I know that far in the first round where we're going to draft or what we should draft. I mean, free agency, we've got to spend some money this year. I mean, if we don't overpay for a couple positions... We're going to be in trouble. Yeah. I mean, there are some free agents available. I mean, like I said, Brandon Cook's going to be expensive, but if you brought him in here with God, why not? Justin Fields and DJ Chark, like, okay, now we got something. Yeah. We got something. Uh, Kenny Stills yeah. from Houston, great receiver. Did Cook's from Houston, too? Yeah. I actually don't know if he's a free agent. I might have jumped the You're gun thinking there. Stills. Yeah, I was thinking Stills. All yeah, right. for sure. Uh, Larry Wofford, guard from New Orleans. I can't imagine him getting out of there, but there's a chance. That... Do we really need it? Are we getting rid of Norwell? Are you saying is that? Yeah, I mean, I don't okay. think Norwell returns. Um, the top two guys ranked free agents wise: Earl Thomas, Haha Clinton Dix, both safeties. We have huge needs at safeties. Eric Reed from Carolina. Rashad, some old people though. Eric Reed's been on the list forever. Earl yeah, Thomas has been forever. That's I mean... true, but you're seriously you're looking at five of the top ten free agents are safeties. Tony Jefferson from Baltimore. Rashad Jones from Miami. Right. Safety is going to be easy to fill that you need. It. This is a good year to need safeties. Clayton Gathers from Indiana. So the, the, there's so six of the top 11. All right, so safety off the list. We'll be able to get one of those guys. You're going to need to address interior defensive linemen. You, uh, absolutely. You, you do have some old guys, Ontario Poe. They got Marcel Darius on this list. This list? Is this from last year? This list is from two days ago. Hmm. And they have Marcel Darius still listed as a Jaguar. He technically still is, though. Yeah, he's the 14th best player on this list. Not surprising. Huh. The Ontario Poe's kind of old. Cordy Glenn, I don't think he's going to be available. But, it could, I mean, there's going to be guys out there. So you're right, though. They, they are going to need to spend money if they're going to want to do it. They're going to have to. Um, Sav Jag says, should we draft a kicker? <laughs> no. 
the kicking was just horrible in that game. Like, what was going on, dude? Like, how many extra points could, could a team, two teams missing in one game? Yeah, but I mean, both of them were on the other side, right? If the Vikings had a competent kicker, they would have won the game easily. Well, I agree with that. Dan Bailey, every Cowboy fan was like, oh, yeah, Dan Bailey, he sucks. We know we're it. We're not the Vikings, though. I mean, I'm just saying that game was weird with kickers. Lambo has been hurt all year. He's going to be fine next year. He's yeah. been absolutely perfect outside of being hurt. So, and would you really want to play this year? Would you really want to like rush that recovery back? I mean, eh, if you're a kicker, I don't think it matters. I mean, maybe he wants to spend some time traveling, playing golf. Exactly. Robert Adsworth says Ben Barch did okay at left guard. He's got a good push. The offensive line has been decent this year. Um, yeah, the Vikings have one of the worst defensive passes yeah. outside of us. So, I mean, you can't judge that. That's the first time he's done anything. Uh, Linder going down with an injury is kind of scary. Yeah. He's overpaid, though. Yeah, he's good, though. He's solid. Banks says, We'd really, we don't really need a wide receiver this early. This class is deep. Okay. Yeah, that's I agree with that. Yeah. I can't argue that. Um, Adzert says, Try Barch at left tackle at end of this year and see what he's got. Can't hurt. I mean, I think he played some tackle, didn't he? He played some left tackle when Cam Robinson was hurt. This is the guy that was like a tight end, right? He was a like, tight end going into college. But okay, he played but my tackle. point being yeah. is you want to move a guy from the position that he gained 500 pounds to play to left tackle? No. I, I like Ben Barch. <laughs> I, think, I do too, but I, I, I don't think could, we moved him to left tackle. I think he could give you what Tyler Shatley's giving you. Well, maybe. You want to take a quick little break? All right. Sounds good. Let's take a quick little break. Um, if you're listening to the podcast, this is going to conclude our Tuesday podcast. Oh, yeah. So it's going to get real from here. Yeah. Make sure to check out our podcast channel. We're going to upload the second half on like Thursday or Friday. So podcast people, thank you for listening. Thank you for doing the smart thing and not watching YouTube while you're driving. If you're someone like me who watches YouTube while you're driving, and we're just <laughs> gonna we're just gonna take a couple minute break you got, here. You got one of those magnetic things, like oh, <laughs> you sweet. know, you call, I look like an Uber driver sitting there watching uh, YouTube while I'm driving. Um, we're gonna take a quick two minute break, use the bathroom, turn the air down in here, uh, get a it refill. Has warm. <laughs> get a refill, things like that. Thank you guys uh, for being here in the chat. You guys are awesome. Give us two minutes. We'll be right back, and um, yeah, we'll see you soon. <laughs> 